Hello and welcome to this week's Skeptical Reporter. My name is Miruna from the Skeptics in Romania podcast and I am bringing you news on science and skepticism from around the world. A grant by the John Templeton Foundation to UC Riverside philosopher John Fisher will fund research on aspects of immortality, including near-death experiences and the impact of belief in an afterlife on human behavior. Anecdotal reports of experiences in the afterlife abound, but there has been no comprehensive and rigorous scientific study of global reports about near-death experiences or of how belief in immortality influences human behavior. The Templeton Foundation claims that this will change with the award of a three-year, $5 million grant to John Martin Fisher, a professor of philosophy at the University of California, Riverside, to undertake a rigorous examination of a wide range of issues related to immortality. It is the largest grant ever awarded to a humanities professor at UC Riverside and one of the largest given to an individual at the university. At the end of the project, Fisher will analyze findings from the Immortality Project, as it has been dubbed, and write a book with the working title Immortality and the Meaning of Death, slated for publication by Oxford University Press. Medical research to develop new drugs is put at risk as workers quit after being attacked and smeared as pedophiles. The Harlan Laboratories in Blackthorn, Great Britain, home to 52,000 rats and mice destined for use in medical experiments, have been the target of a sustained campaign of intimidation by animal activists. Harlan's workers have remained resolute, but elsewhere, the breeding of laboratory animals in the UK has been badly affected. In 1981, there were 34 companies breeding laboratory animals. Today, there are just three because of activists' intimidation of staff and of companies supplying services and products to laboratories. Part of the overall reduction in company numbers has involved consolidation of businesses, but there is no doubt that intimidation has led to the closure of many other companies, says Andy Cunningham, a Harlan manager. Yet EU legislation requires us to use more and more animals for toxicity testing today, while scientists are making more and more key discoveries that require animals for research. We have to have animals if we want to develop new drugs for Alzheimer's and heart disease and to test products used by the public. The Psychic Friends Network announced that it has completed the beta test on its PFN 2.0 service menu and will now become the first psychic guidance service to offer full call-in, click-to-call and instant message audio and video chat services. The beta test exceeded expectations in both quality and response, particularly with the under-40 target audience, according to PFN CEO Mark Lasky. And the new 2.0 PFN menu will be available worldwide within the next 30 days. This is a major breakthrough in the psychic service industry, Lasky said. Up until now, psychic service providers had essentially stuck with the same menu of call-in services the Psychic Friends Network pioneered nearly two decades ago. In short, PFN has now reinvented the industry we originally invented. St. Jude and St. Paul's Primary School in Newington Green, Great Britain, arranged for a group associated with Scientology, Narconon, to come in and teach year 6 pupils about drug abuse. Narconon offers drug and rehabilitation services based on the writings of L. Ron Hubbard, the man who inspired Scientology, the church followed by Tom Cruise. But critics claim Narconon's rehab centers are used to help recruit people to the movement. This is denied by Narconon. Parents were outraged after finding out who was teaching their children. I could not believe the school would get people like this in. All the parents I have spoken to are horrified. They want to know how this was allowed to happen. It's a faith school, so why not get somebody from the church to do this? These aren't the sorts of people I want to come in and teach my children about drugs. In fact, I don't want them to come anywhere near them, declared Amanda Steele, the mother of one of the students attending the school. And now let's look at some news in science. 
new technology has led to the creation of virtual humans who can interact with therapists via a computer screen and realistically mimic the symptoms of a patient with clinical psychological disorders, according to new research presented at the American Psychological Association's 120th Annual Convention. As this technology continues to improve, it will have a significant impact on how clinical training is conducted in psychology and medicine, said psychologist and virtual reality technology expert Albert Skip Rizzo, who demonstrated recent advancements in virtual reality for use in psychology. Virtual humans can now be highly interactive, artificially intelligent, and capable of carrying on a conversation with real humans, according to Rizzo, a research scientist at the University of Southern California Institute for Creative Technologies. I'm in good health and on course for landing. Countdown to Mars? Three days, said NASA's Curiosity rover on Twitter. It may not be the actual rover tweeting from space, but the online voice of Curiosity is the combined effort of three women, led by NASA's social media manager Veronica McGregor. All three refer to Curiosity as she. The social media team brought Curiosity to Twitter on the 19th of November 2008, three years before her launch. Tweeting in the voice of a robot gives personality and a sense of connection that's made all of NASA's recent missions engaging to a new generation of space enthusiasts. It's these first-person tweets that connect with followers, but it all began as a quick fix to stay within Twitter's 140-character limit. McGregor found she could save letters by substituting I traveled for phrases like the spacecraft has traveled. In the past four years, McGregor and her team have come up with strategies to make NASA's machines more likable as well. Researchers at the University of California, Los Angeles, have discovered an unexpected property of fluoxetine, the antidepressant drug marketed as Prozac. In laboratory tests on cell cultures, the drug appears to have antiviral properties, particularly against human enteroviruses, a genus of potential killers that include poliovirus. While immunization has kept poliovirus in check in most countries, other enteroviruses remain a primary cause of certain types of meningitis, encephalitis, conjunctivitis, and a host of other diseases. There are no drugs known to treat enterovirus infections, and doctors can only allow the infection to take its course and provide supportive care. Real-time tracking by researchers has identified a risque trend in winter and early summer, people on the internet looking for love or at least sex. In a new study published this month in the journal Archives of Sexual Behavior, researchers tracked Google keyword searches in the United States for pornography, prostitution, and dating sites between January 2006 and March 2011. Researchers wanted to gauge the real-time mood of the nation and found that online interest in the mating game peaked around Christmas and early summer. This biannual cycle isn't unheard of. A 2007 review of research on sexual activity in young people published in the journal Health Education found a six-month cycle for human sexual activity in the United States. Research on the so-called holiday season effect and the summer vacation effect has involved studying the outcomes of sex, such as birth and sexually transmitted infections. And now, in local news from Romania, we learned that Romanian students have won no less than four medals at the International Chemistry Olympiad, bringing home one gold medal, two silver medals, and a bronze medal. The result this year is better than the one obtained by students last year, when they managed to win three silver medals and a bronze medal. The winner of one of the silver medals at the last edition, Vlad Bakoanu, from the International Computer High School of Bucharest, has surpassed his own performance and got the gold. At this year's edition of the International Chemistry Olympiad, there were 282 contestants from 78 countries participating. This was Miruna for The Skeptical Reporter. This show was recorded today, the 3rd of August, 2012. Thank you for listening. 